0: What's going on, everybody? You know what time it is. Episode 7. Man, I can't believe it's already 7 episodes. It's crazy. I feel like I just started episode 1 last week. It's been nothing but great feedback, so once again, thank you guys for tuning in. Today, we're going to be talking about the differences between independent artists and signed artists. So let's talk about control and ownership. As an independent artist, you have complete control over your music, your image, and your career decisions you get to retain all of your master recordings, your copyrights, and just your creative direction of your music and your brand. As a signed artist, you're typically in an agreement with the label, of course, or some kind of music company, and they will provide you financial support. They will um, overlook the artist's music, their image, and just your career in general. So anything you want to do, you typically have to run it by the label and they have the final say whether it's a a right decision or not. So number two would be just financial considerations. So independent artists finance their own projects. So whether it's studio time, production, promotion, distribution, um, they often rely on revenue from merchandise, live performances, streaming platforms, and direct sales to support their careers. Signed artists, on the other hand, receive financial backing from the record label, when typically covers recording expenses, marketing distribution, uh, tours. The difference with that is with the label, you have to recoup the expenses before the artist can see any kind of income. So basically think of it like this. like if I give you50,000 dollars to do an album, you have to recoup that money back. So I need to make that $50,000 back that I lend you. So I'm giving you a loan. Hey, here's 50,000. do we got to do? Pay me back. Once you pay me back, then there's some kind of percentage split, whatever is on the agreement, whether it's a 6040 split or a 5050 whatever the agreement is, that's when you start to see um, income. But until then, you just basically have to pay the, the loan back. So as an independent artist, if you were to go to your local bank and pull out a loan and pay the bank back, it's basically the same thing. You would just get a loan, invest that into tours or merch, whatever you have to do. And then from there, every month you pay the bank back. Once you pay the bank back, of course, at that point it's all 100% profit. So as an independent artist, you're responsible for promoting all your own music. You have to upload all the music to social media, all major platforms. If you want to do a show, you have to, you know, go talk to the venue, you have to set the date, figure out how you're going to sell tickets. It's pretty much all up to you unlike a signed artist. The label has so many relationships that they can reach out to radio stations. They can put you on um, front pages of magazines or or whatever the promotion that they can do for you is. That's definitely a benefit when having a record label is using their resources. Now, going back to the episode I did about supply and demand, if you can build a demand for your music, Now, a lot of this stuff becomes easier. So, when you want to do a show, you don't have to work as hard to try and get all these people to come to your show that never heard of you. If people know of you, all you have to do is, hey, I'm I'll be here at eight o'clock in on this date. And if there's a demand for your music, then people just will get tickets and show up. So let's talk about royalties as an independent artist. Though you're putting all your own money into your music, you're more likely to receive a higher percentage only because you're not really paying labels back. There's no fees. There's no uh, percentage splits. It's basically whatever you're paying and you make, you're making 100%. So if you paid $100 for a beat and $100 for studio time, but you made $500, that's a 100% profit. Where with a label, you might have to give a percentage, a high percentage, and you might walk away with a very small percentage, if that makes sense. Now, of course, just like anything, being independent versus being a signed artist all have pros and cons. So we'll start with being an independent artist. What are the pros and cons of being an independent artist? So the pros, of course, is creative control. You have complete freedom to do whatever you want, whenever you want. You get to own your copyrights. So you own your masters, you get full creative control, and you just don't have to listen to anyone. You you just basically get to do what you want. You're more flexible, so you get to make your own schedule make decisions on your own terms and have the freedom to experiment and just take risks. So if you feel like you want to do something, you could take it and take the risk, you can do that. With a label, you can't really take the risk because it's not your choice. Independent artists generally earn a large percentage of revenue from their music sales, streams, um, merch. So that's definitely a big pro. The other one would be um, just the interaction you have with your listeners, so you have the opportunity to build a personal and direct relationship with your fans, so that can lead to just a more solid fan base so if you can collect the the data from when you do a show you ha- you get everybody's emails, you get everybody's phone numbers, you get to collect all the data and really see who's listening. Uh, how long they're listening, whatever the statistics that you're looking at, where a label, you don't get to see that. They get to keep all that data. So that's definitely a, a big pro as well. Now, like anything, of course, being independent, though it sounds great, there's also cons. The finances. You might not have the finances to put out that dream project or to book out that dream studio that you always wanted to do or work with that Songwriter, producer, or whatever you can't afford to make what you want to, you know, whatever you want to make happen. You're limited on resources, so without a backing of a label or some kind of investor that has tons of money, you may be limited to accessing certain contacts or just, like I said before, like radio stations where or, or people might not look at you serious or they might not even look at you at all because they only deal with record labels and here you come just this guy that is independent and they might not take you seriously. So marketing and promotion. With this you're going to be responsible for marketing your own music. It's time consuming, challenging. If you don't know what you're doing it can get very confusing. You could put hours of work but then see no return. And that's because you're not really fully sure on how the marketing works. You're also less, more visible. So people are not going to know who you are compared to if a label reposts you on social media saying welcome such and such to the roster or them reposting you. You're just more on if you have a thousand followers that's pretty much all the people they are going to see you. Now switching over to the sign artist, some of the cons, of course, would be getting that upfront advancement to be able to proceed with getting your project done, um, paying collaborators, songwriters, producers, studio time, whatever you need to make that happen, you have that financial backing from the label. Another thing would be industry connections. So labels have established relationships with industry professionals, radio stations, streaming platforms, um, media outlets. So all these things are definitely a pro when taken advantage of. Another big pro would definitely be having the the access to the industry professionals such as A&Rs, the marketing teams, the PR experts, all the roles that an artist needs to to provide guidance. Um, I'm trying to think of another pro. Definitely. Production quality. You'll be able to. Link up with. Higher end. Recording. or uh, Higher end. Musicians. Higher end. Producers. Higher end. Songwriters. You will have a more solid. High quality. Project. But. That Again, that depends on going back to independent. If you have the money, then of course you can have a high quality product as well. But this is more just, if you're an independent artist, you don't have the money to meet up with you know, certain people or go to certain studios and afford flights. And though you have to pay that money back with the label, it definitely helps when it's a jumpstart saying, hey, here's some money, go make it happen. A label has tons of followers, tons of relationships, so the minute they repost you they they just talk about you on social media, tons and tons of people are gonna just follow you and and basically see you know who you are and what you do and what you bring to the table now, some of the cons of being a signed artist will definitely be you know, having to pay that money back, having to not own your masters, not being able to just do what you want. You have to run everything by the label. If you want to, say, cut your hair, some labels might say, no, you're not doing that. I want to change my name. I want to change my sound. Um, So you're more restricted on the creative control. Now, I'm sure some labels give you more creative control but I'm just talking about the general music labels out there most of them it's like it's more it's always going to be more in their favor than yours and then of course like another con that another con that I feel that is what makes people be independent is the low revenue share being able to make 100% profit even if it's a small amount even if it's you made $200. If you made $200 in, on a record label, by the time you split this and split that, you might not even see half of that money. And now with social media, I feel like labels are more on the distribution side where they want you to do all the work. So it's not like before where they're like, oh, we're going to find this boy, this boy band. We're going to put them on... Billboards, we're going to get them fans, nobody knows them what will make everybody know them like they did with Backstreet Boys and Sync and all these you know boy bands. they Nobody knew who they were, but then the role of the label was to develop them to where everybody in the world knew who they were. Nowadays, because the budget is so low, they want you to show up, whether it's an artist or a girl group, a boy band. They want you to show up already made. So all they have to do is, hey, what do you need? Here you go. Go do that. So you still, in a way, have to put the work in. That's not like just because you get signed, you've made it. You have to still network. You still have to get your, you still have to find your way into certain rooms in the studio. So just because you're signed doesn't mean you can walk in in a Drake session, you have to still network to get into that session, whether you're on a label, or you're not. So that doesn't give you a free pass of like, Oh, I'm on a label. Let me in. It doesn't work like that. Remember that as an independent artist, you have the opportunity to retain ownership of your master recordings. The master recording refers um, to the original recording of a song or album from which all the copies are made. So, if you own your masters, that is an amazing thing. You can be on a label and still own masters. I I believe like Taylor Swift, uh, two chains, like some of these guys, like they, they've built such high revenue and they've built such a high, um, relationship with labels and, and just, they're such high, uh, caliber that, you know, They're allowed to call the shots. They can walk in and say, this is what I want. And the label can be like, all right, cool. Like you've earned it compared to someone just walking into a label and saying, I want this, I want that, I want that. It's like, no, like you need us. So we're going to give you our terms. You know, Taylor Swift doesn't need a label anymore. So if she wants to say, Hey, I'm out. The label is going to be like, what do you need or what do you want for you to stay? Because now the label needs her. So now anything that she wants, now it's in her favor, right? So that's always something to keep in mind is when you walk into a label or, you know, any kind of situation like that or performance and you go to a venue and you're like, oh, I want you know, 80% of the ticket sales, they're going to look at you like you need, you, you're here for us. Now, if the, if the, um, the venue is hitting you up saying, Hey, we want you to perform at this location. Now you can say, cool, but I want, you know, 60%. And they might say, all right, cool. If, if they agree to it because they need you, you don't need them. So some advice that I would give independent artists would be um you know embrace digital platforms. You know utilize all the social media um streaming platforms, all the online forums and just different communities out there to like uh connect with your fans, promote your music, You know, build a loyal following. Going back to that episode I talked about, build a supply and demand. Uh, Work on getting quality music. You're in competition with people that are signed or people that aren't signed, but just have higher quality music than you. So don't think that cheap is better. If you have to save up an extra $200 and you can't get to the studio for another month. Then do that. Because if you say. Well there's other studio. That's only $50. You might not get. The highest quality. And. Though it could be a great song. It's not going to be looked at serious. It's not going to be on playlists. It can't end up in a movie. All these things. Is like. uh, All these things are. Are real crucial. When it comes to music. Because it has to. Do with your brand if you go buy a cheap shirt and you can feel the the cloth as cheap, you can't pay a lot of money for that now, if you go to like Versace or you know Gucci, and you're like, man, it's a plain white t-shirt, but that fabric is super good it's gonna last you a long time. it's not gonna shrink in the wash. That's why it might be a hundred two hundred dollar t shirt even though it's a plain t shirt but if you go to Hanes or Target whatever. Yeah, it's a plain t-shirt, but it's gonna look different. It's gonna shrink. It's gonna start fading. So yeah, definitely um don't be cheap. Find your brand and your sound. You know, take time to discover who you are as an artist. Don't just be someone that's mimicking other people. If you are an artist and you go on YouTube to find beats, and the minute you type in, you know, summer walker type beats, you're already blocking yourself in you're already channeling Summer Walker. So you're naturally going to sound like her. Try and build your own sound. It's okay to take inspiration from a Summer Walker song, from Justin Bieber song, you know, The Weeknd, and take all these elements that you like from each song and create your own. The whole goal is to get people to type on YouTube your artist name type B or your artist name type song. You have to create a sound, an identity that's different than what's out there. You know, develop a clear brand that you resonate with and it also resonates with your music and then target that audience. Collaborate with producers, collaborate with other songwriters. A lot of people feel like, Oh, I'm an artist. I write songs. Like why would I write songs with someone else? Like, Nowadays, no one does anything by themselves. You're going to see five, six songwriters, three producers, two mixing engineers. People just work better as a team. Not saying you can't do it alone, but it might take you even longer, where with the team, you know, you'll get there faster. Advice I would give signed artists: just connect with your fans, because even though you're on a label, and say the label one day drops you you don't have you can't take that data with you so it's important to connect with your fans understand where are they listening from try and get emails try and get as much information so then say your deal falls through you still have all that data that the label has to continue your career and not start from From scratch again. This is probably like the biggest advice I can give a signed artist. Don't just sign anything. Money can make anything look good. I'd rather take a $100,000 pub deal over a million dollar pub deal, depending on the the terms, of course. You might say, oh, we'll give you a million dollars, but it's going to be a fulfillment deal of, say, 50 songs. I'm just making, you know, I don't know. I'm just creating something. Um, a fulfillment deal for anyone that doesn't know. The way that works is four placements out there and only owning 5%. That's only 20%. So it's not 50 records you have to get placed. You have to fulfill 100%, say 40 times. And sometimes that's a, that's a lot of records. And again, you might get a deal that's $100,000 and it might only be you got to place 10 records. So that's way easier to do and more guaranteed like, okay, I can get, you know, 10 placements and then my contract's fulfilled compared to you got to fulfill 50 songs at a hundred percent and we're giving you a million dollars. I mean, can you do it? Yeah. Again, it all depends on the agreement. Um, Sometimes the money's great, but there's other things that aren't great. So definitely understand the contract. Get an entertainment lawyer. Um, Not any entertainment lawyer. Someone that really does this. And don't get screwed over. (laughs) That's probably my biggest advice for a signed artist. Maintain a creative vision. So what I mean by that is... While working with a label, it's crucial that you stay true to your artistic vision. Um, You just want to ensure that your music represents you and and it's authentic. Communicate your creative ideas and preferences to the label. So don't be scared to, to have ideas. Don't be scared to say, hey, I know you guys want to go this direction, but I really feel we should go this direction where some artists just let the labels walk all over them. No, we're doing this. It's like, okay. Because some people look at it like, who cares? Like, I'm making money. I'm not working on a five. So if the label wants me to do this, then I'll do it. But does that really, you know, make you happy in the long run? I feel like a lot of artists, that's what happened to them. The labels took over. And then as they got older, three, four albums in, they snap out of it. And they're like, you know what? I'm doing my own thing. And we look at the artists like, yo, whatever happened to this artist, they went crazy. Look at them. And really it's just, they just woke up. They realized, Hey, enough is enough. I'm going to do my own thing. I'm going to shave my head. I'm going to color my hair pink. I'm going to, you know, do heavy metal instead of hip hop or whatever. Like, and we might look at that, like what the hell happened? But what happened is that they were fed up with the label being told what to do and it becomes to a point where I might have an idea say I'm an artist and I have an idea I'm like yo I got this idea for a song I think it could be great and a label says nah we're not doing that like totally just shut you down and I'm sure a lot of labels have passed on a lot of amazing ideas that we will never hear because the label thinks it's not going to work But the labels also forget that it's not up to them. The label they're not the ones buying the music. They're the ones behind the brand. But it's the listeners. So it's kinda hard to, to tell an artist that's not gonna work without putting it out there. Cause if you put it out there and then, you know, it blows up, of course the label's gonna be like, Oh shit, it worked. And sometimes artists need that and sometimes labels need to do that. Just, just take that risk with the artist and say, you know what you really feel is going to work. Let's try it out. But yeah, definitely don't let the labels walk all over you. Um, and also, uh, the last thing here, focus on building a sustainable, long lasting career. It's easy to be a one hit wonder. It's easy to be, Hot for one, two years and then fall off, and that's it. You know, balance your short term goals with long term strategies, such as like developing a strong fan base and consistently releasing music and high quality music. Try and grow with your fans. Of course, for instance, Justin Bieber, when he was really young and he first came out, his fans grow up. So, as your fans grow up, you have to kind of grow with them in order to. They stay relevant. You can't still be doing music that you did when your fans were ten years old. Now that your fans are 30, they're listening to different music. So if you wanna still be relevant and have a long term career, then not saying totally change your identity, but you know, build a long lasting career by slowly evolving with your fans. So you don't you don't see any dips and you don't see any any loss of um of the statistics. Of course you're going to have some people drop off here and there. But grow with your fans. Interact with them. And just collect all that data. Alright. So that was it. Enough rambling for today. Hope you found this information uh, useful. This is another episode. Thank you again. I appreciate you guys for listening in. Don't forget to subscribe. Evo's Thoughts. You can stay updated on future episodes, exciting content. Have a good one. Happy Sunday. I'm out. Peace.